Blog Talk Radio. your host for the program today, and I want to thank everyone for tying in and listening in live or perhaps listening to us as a download a little bit later on after the fact. Either way, we are excited to have another show today highlighting another amazing woman entrepreneur. I would like to, before we get in, I want to remind everybody, before we get into the depth of the show, I want to remind everybody to please Stay on till the end of the program because it's at the end of the program that you will have the opportunity to find out what it is that our guest has in store for you, what special gifts she has in store for you, as well as how to connect more with her, how to connect more with any of us, with women entrepreneurs here with the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire group. We have an amazing group. We'd love to talk to you about uh, being on our program or becoming part of our group. So stay connected with us until the end of the show. All right. With that in mind, I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy right now. And we are going to bring on an amazing guest today and highlight something that a lot of female entrepreneurs may not always think of as being important or being top of mind or being something that we need to pay a lot of attention to, especially right now, since most of us at this particular point in time are doing our work from a home or from our home office, staying in the, under the quarantine. But it might be something that would be a great time to kind of do a reevaluation, and that is your wardrobe and dressing for success. You know you've heard that. I know I've heard that. You've seen it. And that is what our, that is the specialty of our amazing guest today. And our guest is Missy Titus. She is a personal stylist and wardrobe consultant, having success, helping successful women and men to step into their next level of their careers by cultivating mix and matchable wardrobes so that they can look great and feel confident every day in under five minutes. And that's really important. It's the confidence that you feel inside that really puts out an energy, a positive energy that draws people to you. So she talks about having that that dressing for success. She says it might be cliche, but the truth is how you dress affects your confidence, shows people how you view yourself, and leaves first impressions, for good or for bad. <laughs> it's not frivolous to want to look the part. It's smart. Under her design eye and Using her design eye and an analytical approach, Missy creates easy-to-coordinate wardrobes for uh, professional and stylist pieces for her clients who that they will absolutely love to wear. It saves time. It saves money. It's less stress because their closet is working for them and not against them. Her company is called Simplified Wardrobe, and I want to welcome to the show today, Missy Titus. Missy, welcome. Hi, thank you, Julie. It's great to be here. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say, and I want to tell all the audience, too. Uh, we're going to be doing a virtual, this will be fun, 
We're going to do a virtual networking on May 5th, and that's going to be, we're going to run it live. It's a Zoom networking that you can tie into, and we're going to run it live on Facebook while we're doing it. But it'll be really exciting to see how, what Missy can share for us virtually under the current circumstances. So, Missy, I always like to ask my guests a little bit of their background. What is it that got you or drew you into this particular career? Yeah, well, I, I didn't go to school for fashion. I actually went to school for graphic design because I thought that I was going to work in, you know, fashion magazines, doing layouts. I'd always been interested in that. But when I graduated, I ended up working in tech for almost 10 years doing user experience and product design. And while I was there, I realized that, you know, when I first started my career, I was, I was really dressing down to be taken more seriously by all of the, like, male engineers I was surrounded with. And I got to a point where I was really not happy with my clothing, with my style, even though I was a person who was ostensibly interested in fashion and style. And I took a bunch of time to like step back and reevaluate my own closet and restructure it basically from the ground up using a method that I, I still use today with clients. And it really changed my style and my confidence. And it really showed in how I was presenting myself in, in daily life. And my friends started to ask me if I could help them with their closets and, and I started doing that kind of just on the side. And then when I got really burned out in tech, as one does, I was starting to look for the next chapter. And I thought that maybe this style thing was something that I could turn into a career. And so I, I did. That's awesome. That's cool. It's it's nice when you can take something. Sorry for the slight delay. I, I put myself on mute so we keep my background noise down. Uh, oh, no. It's always great when you can take something that is your passion and then turn it into a business. So real quick, tell me, what is Simplified Wardrobe? What is it that you do through your company? So you mentioned a little bit before, I'm a personal stylist. I help ambitious women who don't want to be held back by their closet. I help them increase their style while decreasing the number of items in their closet. I specialize in capsule wardrobes and color analysis, which is basically a fancy way of saying fewer, higher quality items that all work together really well so that you're not hit with a sea of clothes. You just have a few pieces that work perfectly for you and all match. So it's super easy to get dressed and you feel confident because you know everything in that closet looks good on you and looks good together. So is that why you consider, I mean, why specifically for entrepreneurs? Why is personal style important for entrepreneurs, especially the, the women entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. Well, personal style is important for everyone, but I think even especially for entrepreneurs because when you are representing your company, your personal style is an extension of your brand. So just like your website or your social media, you want your style to be cohesive and really expressive of you, your values, your personality. Um, you wouldn't want to go to someone's website and see a bunch of random fonts and colors all thrown together willy-nilly, but 
that's like really how a lot of us treat our closets. And then ultimately, when you show up to a client meeting or conference or a photo shoot, you don't have that cohesive style. So you're, the way you're showing up for your brand is all over the place. You really want ah. your style to match your, your personality and your brand. You never want to surprise someone in person. I don't know if you've ever met someone that you follow online or, or see online, and they're just totally different in person. Has that ever happened to you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's jarring, right? It feels really un- incongruous and even fake sometimes. Um, you wonder, like, is this person, you know, really representing themselves correctly? Or what else aren't they being honest about? Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. So mm-hmm. then you feel that you're, for entrepreneurs then, that they need to connect their personal style. Now, are you talking about the colors, the branding colors, uh, the feel? What does that What does that look like? I mean, like, how do you figure out your personal style going as an entrepreneur that's going to make it, that's going to blend and connect with your overall company brand? Yeah. So I actually do think as an entrepreneur that you should match the colors that you wear to the colors of your brand. Um, but that's something that you should hopefully figure out beforehand instead of trying to match your colors that you wear to the brand you already have. Um, but if you're not going to do that, you should at least be congruent in, like, the look and the feel um, because your style and your brand will attract the kinds of clients that you hopefully want to work with. So if you dress really sloppily, you probably aren't going to attract the super buttoned-up business professionals. If you're very stuffy, you're not going to attract, you know, maybe the creatives that you want to work with. Um, So you don't have to dress exactly like your ideal client, but you should take their level of dress at least into account. And I'm a firm believer in personal style over trends, but it can definitely be tricky to figure out what your personal style is. So whether it's movies or magazines, um, we grow up, especially as women, I think, assuming that your personal style is something that you just are born with or not. You either have it or you don't, and that's not true. It's just like anything else. You wouldn't expect your branding to come together just randomly, um, like born with a brand or not. You really have to work for it and work on figuring it out. And the good news is you've probably done a lot of the work already, some of that trial and error. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've bought a lot of clothes, You've tried a lot of clothes, and you realize a lot of stuff doesn't work for you. But most of us aren't keeping track of that. So really the first step is to look at your actual closet and what you wear and what you don't wear, what you gravitate toward, what you buy, and then you never never sees the light of day. When we have <laughs> these closets, they're, yeah, right? I think everyone has something hanging in their closet that still has tags in it. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's because we just bought it last week, but sometimes, you know, we bought it a few years ago and we're going to wear it one day, right? Right. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I work with clients, I'm usually leading them through this process that gets them to do this analysis on their wardrobe. What's working? What isn't working? What commonalities can you find between your favorite items and the stuff that you never wear? how you want to be perceived, and even what your style influences might have been throughout your life. So usually we know how we want to be perceived in the world, 
we can you we can find those words like you might want to be sophisticated or strong or creative or bold or even entrepreneurial and so just thinking through those words and then looking at your closet and asking like would a sophisticated entrepreneur wear this or would a creative professional wear this that can really help kind of figure out is and isn't going to be part of your style story Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Now, how do you make just getting ready, just that whole, I mean, obviously, if you've got more things that you're comfortable wearing that obviously that match and you're going out to network or to meet with a client, uh, but how does it actually make it easier? Isn't that the million dollar question? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the simple answer, though, is really just having fewer items. So I mentioned before that I specialize in capsule wardrobes, and I'll explain a little bit more about what that is. But most women just have too much stuff in their closet, so they struggle to pick out pieces that go together. It's really overwhelming. Um, if you've ever stared at your jam-packed closet and thought, I have nothing to wear, you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yes, I think everyone has had that experience. I've had that experience. And... So I specialize in capsule wardrobes. Have you heard of the capsule wardrobe? No, I haven't. I'm curious. Tell us about it. Yeah. So it's a concept that's starting to become more popular. It's been around for a while, but I don't think it was, like, really in the mainstream until very recently. But I think the popularity of Marie Kondo and minimalism in general has, has really brought it to the forefront. So a capsule wardrobe is basically just a curated set of seasonal clothing items, usually around 40 pieces, but everyone is different. The key, though, is that every item or almost every item really mixes and matches with everything else. So you can create hundreds of unique outfits with only maybe 40 items of clothing. And so you don't have all of this stuff taking up physical and mental space. So you really have the clarity to see stuff. And because everything in there is higher quality and you know looks good on you and you really love to wear it, you'll be happy. Really, you can pick almost at random, and you'll be happy to wear whatever you choose. So Got it. it yeah, it, it's really great, but it does take a little bit of strategy to put together. Um, but it's so much easier to get dressed when you, when you go through the steps to do this. And if you're not ready to go full capsule, like to truly like strategize out and get to those like perfect 40 items. My number one tip is to just go through your closet and do a full clean out. And, and that means taking everything fully out of your closet and then putting things back in one by one, making sure that you really like everything that goes back in your closet. And so just getting rid of the clothes that you never wear frees up a surprising amount of space in your closet. We don't realize how few items we actually wear. The average woman wears only 20% of her closet. So if you can imagine your closet with 20% in it, like how much nicer does that seem? You know? That's crazy. It's it. I, I'm thinking about, <laughs> I'm envisioning my closet right now, and it seems so, like, overwhelming to pull everything out. <laughs> but it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, from from head to toe, either with my shoes and, and and everything, it does make a lot of sense. It's just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> which I guess is yeah, where you come yeah. in. You come into play in your your coaching and and 
helping people through that so it's not so overwhelming. With that, how do you know? So if you pull everything out, how do you know what to get rid of and what to keep? I mean, again, I'm I'm thinking about my closet and everything I have in my closet, and I'm thinking about a few items that I can visualize in my head that, okay, you know what, I, I've worn those a half a dozen times and really don't like the way I look at them. So those would be kind of a no-brainer to get rid of. But overall, how do you decide what to get rid of and what to keep? Yeah, it's so funny. Everyone has those items. But for some reason, we still keep them in our closet. It's really funny. I think every time I go into a client's closet, I have, they have stuff that they're like, well, I definitely know I'm going to get rid of that. And I'm always like, why haven't you gotten rid of it already? People just like to hang on to things. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, Very true. So, <laughs> so everyone has those items, but then there's the rest of it. So. Like I said, you take everything out, and when you're putting stuff back in, I have a list of questions that I like to go through my own closet, and then also when I go with clients, is it in good condition? First of all, you don't want stuff that's falling apart, pilling beyond repair, ripped in a way that can't be repaired, um, anything like that, stained. You just don't need that anymore. You can either make it into rags, or, you know, try to use it in some other way, but you don't need to put that back in your closet. And if it's something that you really loved, but it's just not in good condition anymore, you can write it down that that's a thing that you can put on your shopping list. But sometimes we'll go into stores and go shopping for fun or for whatever, but without a list, we just end up wandering around and picking up things that we may or may not actually need in our closet. So when you have this list, when you do go shopping, you can find the right things and not just the random thing that you happen to find. So that's the first question is good condition. Then the second question is, does it fit? And I know that sometimes myself and a lot of other women consider does it fit to mean does it zip? But that is not <laughs> the same question. <laughs> oh, you're inside my head. <laughs> Because I could, I could get a lot of pants on if I'm, like, lying down and sucking in. But that does not mean that they fit. And they don't feel comfortable, and I don't feel good wearing them. Comfortable, and they don't, like, actually fit and flatter. You should not hang on to them. And this can be, you know, a sensitive area. I know a lot of women struggle going up and down in weight. I've definitely dealt with that. But... I would say, in general, you should not keep anything in your closet more than one size different from what you are now. So that means if you've lost some weight, you can keep, you know, those pants that might be one size bigger, or if you've gained some weight, you can keep something that's one size lower. But other than that, I would not recommend keeping it just because it takes a while to lose weight, and you might get back into a point where you can fit into those pants but you might not even like them by then. And so why have them there like taunting you? You know, I like the point that you made, does it fit and flatter? Because there yes. are clothes that may fit you fine. You can zip them fine or there's no gap in the button or whatever, but does it flatter your particular figure? That's something that I battle with, you know, is does it, does it flatter what you have? Right. Yes. And, and even if it does fit, that's, 
actually two more questions down. Is it flattering? So it can totally fit you, but it just doesn't work for your body type. Mm -hmm. So we'll buy a lot of things. I've been guilty of this too, because it looks great on someone else or it looks great on the mannequin. And then we put it on and it looks totally different because our bodies mm -hmm. are all shaped differently. Right. So it's really about understanding that silhouette and what to wear for your specific body type. And along with that, also your coloring. So I know that a lot of women like black because it's supposedly slimming, but actually black can be really harsh on a lot of people. So it can actually be draining to your face to wear black if you have certain a certain coloring. Um, so just looking at those colors and what they're actually doing to your face when you put them on can be really helpful in determining if you should keep something or get rid of it. Another question yeah. is, does it make sense in your life? Yeah. Uh, I'll have clients that have items that they used to go clubbing in college in, and now they're, you know, <laughs> a mom of two, and that really just doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> Yep. So it really shouldn't be taking up that space in your closet. I like and that question. another question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's some sentimental stuff happening too. And, and we can talk about that, but in general, if it doesn't really make sense where you are now in your life or where you want to be in your life, it's always better to look forward and not back. Right. So, yeah, and does it work with the rest of your wardrobe? So see if you can create at least three items with any uh, piece that you're questioning whether you should keep or get rid of. Because if you can't make three outfits, that's like not that many outfits. You should be able to pair, you know, a shirt or a sweater or pants with at least three other things in your closet. And if you still really love it, but you can't find anything to pair with it, that means that you're probably missing basics. So like a basic colored shirt or pants that can really pair with everything. So that's another thing you can put on your shopping list. I like that. I like that. Great, <laughs> great tips. Now you talked about color and in your bio, you're listed as a color analysis person. What is mm -hmm. color analysis and how does that how does that affect, because I talk about when I, on my Brain Lady Speaks, I've talked about before how color affects the subconscious, like what different thought processes or emotions do certain colors bring into mind and how to pay attention to that in your branding as a female entrepreneur. But now let's take that yeah. into, into what you do. What does, what is the color analysis that you do? So my color analysis is a lot more to do with the way that certain colors look on you and make your face look really. It's mostly about your face. So I don't know if you've, you remember color analysis from like the eighties or the nineties when it was very popular. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. you or your mom got their colors done. Yep. Summer, winter, <laughs> um, and fall, winter color season. <laughs> Yep, exactly. So there were only four. But today's color analysis is based on the same basic principles, but it has a much wider range of types. So it allows for a lot more customization because everyone is unique. And the way that I do color analysis is 
part that scientific, like truly looking at your face and what colors look best on you, and then also pairing that with a little bit of your personality. So usually when I'm talking to clients, I get a good sense of their personality and based on the clothes that they have picked out and love, they might really love bright colors. Skin tone is more muted. So I, I play with that a little bit and I give them the brightest colors that are still within their palette to make their like primary colors. And color analysis is really great because not only does it help you find the colors that make you look younger, healthier, slimmer, more naturally vibrant, but it also cuts your shopping time in half or more because you don't even have to consider half of the items in the store just because of their color isn't, you know, one of your best colors. So you don't even need to try it on. And this is super helpful when you're trying to create a capsule wardrobe or even just a more cohesive wardrobe because when you do know what your best colors are, the beauty is they all coordinate together. So you can get any color from your palette and it matches with any other color on your palette. So it's really easy to mix and match when everything goes together. That makes so much sense. That makes so much yeah. sense. It is, it is <laughs> interesting to me because I've never been a fashion person. I'm sure, um, my Kelly, who's another huge, huge part of the women entrepreneurs, Kelly Cooper, she is into that. And I'm sure she's going to absolutely love this particular program mm -hmm. because this is just right up her alley. And for me, for uh, I would guess that there's a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs that are in that in that world with me that it's just not something that we even want to think about. And you break it down into making it much, much easier. Well, we're just about out of time, uh, Missy. So mm -hmm. let's let's get right down to you have something that you will offer to our listeners today. What is that? So right now, as you might expect, I'm offering all virtual services. So if you go to my website, you can book um, directly from there. And if you book in full through the month of May, you can use the code WEE to get 10% off any styling or color service. Very cool. Now, what is yeah. your, uh, what is your actual website? Because I have ways to stay connected with you, but I don't think I put your website up there. So what is your oh, yeah. website? Oh, there it is. It's easy. Simplifiedwardrobe.com. You can Got also it. find me on Instagram at Simplified Wardrobe. I share a lot of information on my on my Instagram. So if you're looking to find more tips and tricks, I offer a lot on there too. Okay, and you also have a Facebook group. I have, yes, I have a Facebook group that is less, I'm spending less time in Facebook and more time on Instagram. And there's also my newsletter, which you can also find if you sign up or if you go to my website, and I, I share information and deals on there as well. Awesome. Amazing. Wonderful. Okay. And like I said, we have, so on the show page, we, of course, will list all of her, all this information on how to stay connected with Missy, her website, her Instagram, a link to her Instagram, a link to her Facebook group, um, and then also links to 
the event on May 5th, we're doing a virtual event that I mentioned at the beginning of the show where we are going to have Missy, she'll be our virtual speaker sharing these these great tips and some other juicy stuff for us on that. That's May 5th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link for that Zoom meeting is also on the show page. So with that, I want to thank you, Missy, very much for coming on the show today and sharing your expertise. Uh, you had a lot of great, lot of great info. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course, my pleasure. Always great to meet new on female entrepreneurs and hear what they have to share, especially when it's something so, something that we just don't often think about. It's not. It, it's not the hardcore marketing or doing the website mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And yet it is connected to all of those things. So thank you very much, Missy. And for those of you who would like to learn more about uh, women entrepreneurs extraordinaire, or would like to perhaps be a guest on the women entrepreneurs show, then go ahead and reach out to me, send us an, an email at info at women Now, please note, those are all plural. Women Entrepreneurs with an S, extraordinaire.com. You can also uh, join, like the Facebook, join our Facebook group, like the Facebook page. We will always post the podcast guests as well as any upcoming in-person events or now our virtual events that we're doing in the group and on the page. And if you have any questions about joining, we are always looking for individuals who either want more exposure to their business by joining our directory or becoming one of our members. We have three different membership levels with three different offerings there. And we are always looking for, uh, we're putting together, I shouldn't say always, we are putting together a very specific group of members. And these are members that we want to bring on that will help our ladies who are part of the group to up-level their businesses. So coaches and consultants who want to become expert members, we would love to hear from you. Again, shoot us an email at info at extraordinaire.com. And until our next week and our next amazing entrepreneur that we have interviewing here on the program, I want everyone to simply enjoy every moment. Stay safe and stay healthy.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.